Welcome back to the Thunderstock Show. This is my first episode since getting a septoplasty surgery complete. I can't wait to see how different and hopefully less nasally I sound. I know for sure I can breathe a lot better. Recovery two weeks later is showing me a whole new side of the world that I didn't know before. So without further ado, I'm going to jump in today's brainstorm idea. And it's about Oliver Anthony and the effect of content virality in today's media age. Who is Oliver Anthony? If you've seen Joe Rogan's podcast in the last week, you'll notice he's a guest. If you pay attention to Billboard Top 100 or iTunes music lists, he's a top of that. And if, if you did not know who he was this time a month ago or before, you're not alone. He was a relatively unknown musician that without a record label, without any outside help from the industry, rose from zero, never on a chart, to top of the charts via the power of content virality. And I want to brainstorm, discuss about this effect. He went from being a, a little background on Oliver Anthony Music. His actual name is Christopher. I want to say it's Christopher Anthony Lunsberg, something to that effect. Pretty close. Don't, don't fact check me on that. But he is from Farmville, Virginia, Pied County, rural Virginia, I actually spent some time near there for my bachelor party in the hill country. It's very beautiful, very peaceful, but not a lot going on. He bought a bunch of land after uh, getting into an industrial accident that gave him some probable TBI. He then got out of the sort of manual labor type role that he was doing professionally into outside sales for blue-collar people and heavy machinery in that space. And on the side note, he went on to talk about how he grew weed, marijuana, because it's legal in Virginia, grew by the pound, and sings about and talks about finding Jesus, fighting mental health, depression, anxiety, uh, suicidal ideation, uh, working towards recovery and abstinence and sobriety, from what's probably pretty normalized uh, daily marijuana or alcohol use. So that's his background story. He's from Virginia. And he made it to Joe Rogan's studio in Austin, Texas, to which he said he's never been west of Tennessee before. So you can tell that this guy is not backed by money. In fact, one of his songs that was in the top five or top ten on the hit list was recorded from his Samsung Galaxy smartphone. So no fancy equipment. I actually have substantially more expensive equipment in my small podcast than he has. It just goes to show you that it's not the guitar, it's the player. It's not the instrument, it's the uh, musician. Why did it go viral? One reason I believe his music went viral is how authentic it is. It's raw. It's not touched up. It's genuine. It is his voice, his guitar, and the background cicadas of his nature-based property. He's a singer-songwriter. He focuses on the message. 
focuses on the lyrics, using writing as a way to connect emotionally with others, using writing as a way to get over his own demons and combat mental health. Mainstream media pushes narrative, in country music especially, that it's all about drinking beer, having fun, chasing girls, trucks, getting into fights, drinking whiskey, going to jail, just love songs, topical, surface-level content. All of Anthony's song that got him viral was called Rich Men North of Richmond. To play on words, to talk about these corrupt politicians and lawmakers in Washington, D.C. For those of you that don't know, Richmond is one of the largest metropolitan areas just south of D.C. And he's southwest of Richmond. So it's a geographical, regional analogy. Another thing that I believe contributed to this virality is how timely it was. All we see in the news right now is record inflation, hyperinflation. There's these catastrophes in East Palestine with train wrecks and chemical spills and fires in Canada, fires in the West. Global warming. What they don't talk about, what's silently killing a lot of Americans is the mental and physical health pandemic where obesity is more prevalent than ever. Heart conditions are killing are the number one cause of death. Mental health is being untreated. There's higher addictions, higher domestic violence. COVID has only exasperated that. Inflation has only exasperated. It's only made it worse. We're in an economic period that is not even rivaling the Great Depression. It's worse than the Great Depression, although the media is not talking about it because it would make the current administration look bad. So, you know, someone somewhere is getting paid, getting rich off of our suffering. And when you work for the mainstream media or major record deals, Part of your job is to listen to what your masters tell you to do. When you sing or songwrite and produce your own content, no one's telling you what you can and can't say. So not only is it raw, it's timely because we're in the middle of it. Another reason I believe it went viral, not only did he deliver it on channels that are less regulated like TikTok and Spotify, and YouTube somewhat regulated, but the algorithm... It's not like he was protesting or saying anything that was quote-unquote misinformation. It's art. And TikTok, the shares and the views on that alone got it to all the other platforms, brought brought the awareness. But everyone's thinking the message that he's saying, and no one's really singing it from their soul in Nashville and Hollywood. Most music will not touch on the present-day pain points. And now that this music did, I'm sure, and it's not the first song, but I'm sure that more and more artists will have the courage and the uh, confidence to go forth and create music from the heart. Not only that, but he looks like and he lives like the everyday American that's not really represented anymore. He's a six foot four country boy ginger that looks just like a normal guy wearing Carhartts and boots and jeans and t shirts. Hanging out with his dogs, just wants to live a simple life. You don't see that in mainstream media. You don't see that in Hollywood. You don't see that being glorified or exemplified. But it's the reality for most of us. And it's a pretty good life. They want to push consumerism and spending and materialism. And he's 
he has a lyric that's basically like saying if you have a good woman and a couple dogs and a creek out back, it's the life that you need right there. It's all you need for a happy life. And it's representing a demographic that's not been represented. And if you want to get political, you can call it the silent majority. Call it what you will. But no one's talking about the everyday man. And he has doesn't have a, a hidden agenda. It's not like he did some algorithmic research on what would become viral. In fact, he wasn't even going to finish the song. It was the Radio WV producer that urged him to do so. He didn't think the song was even his top three. He just was like, oh, it's not like what I'm used to doing. I don't, I don't do anthems. He wanted to connect with people because he was fed up. He's used to sing, singing about positive things, but it turns out that especially in today's day and age, people relate more with pain than they do with uh, you know, the brighter side of life. And so far, I'd say he's helped millions of people feel seen, heard, connected with. And I'd say that some of his inspiration, it's timeless classics. Like Hank Williams Jr., he claims is one of his largest inspirations. Jamie Johnson, another 1970s, 1980s era country singer, was at one of his shows in, I believe, North Carolina, and got up on stage with him and sang with him. He cites 1970s outlaw country music singers as his biggest inspiration. And I believe that Country Boy Can't Survive by Hank Jr. is the penultimate rebel song. And this song is a reanimation of that of the spirit of what the country needs today. So that's the Oliver Anthony effect. If you guys haven't heard out heard a song, download it. I've bought it on iTunes, streamed it more times than I can count. Scar doesn't want me to keep hearing it, but I think good content is good because of the content in and of itself. Don't ju- like Martin Luther King would say, don't judge content by his rapper, judge it by its character or something to that effect. So if you like this brainstorm, give me some feedback, share it with somebody. And as always, I want to bring valuable brainstorms to enhance your life, liberty and pursuit of property. I hope that Oliver Anthony's example can give you inspiration and courage to go forth and chase Whatever art it is, whatever creative outlet it is that you like to do, just go and send it. You don't know what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, you could be living paycheck to paycheck, and then you could be making $40,000 a day like Anthony Oliver right now. So go out there and send it, and uh, God bless America.